Hello, hello, hello. So, the big reveal. The bit that I've been working on so hard with clients on for the last little while, which I'm very excited to release, which is the launch of the brand new up-to-date female fat loss program. So what makes this so, so different compared to anything else that you see out there from other coaches, other people? This has actually been created by clients. So I spoke to a number of my one-to-one clients and my group coaching clients in the last little while. And I sat down with them and had a meeting with them and had a call with them and kind of asked them what would they need or what did they want at the very beginning that they potentially didn't see from anyone else. So what they've gone and done in the background is they've created add-ons to what I already do. So if you're someone who's looking to finally lose all that weight, keep it off, banish the belly, understand that you can have your weekends have your drinks away have your meals away have your drinks out with the girls or the lads whatever it may be and break that all or nothing mindset so most approaches that you go for it all seems very very doable for the first few weeks and then you stop the wheels come off you start off very very confident and then something happens life ramps up one of the kids gets six and then you're staring back at you and looking in the mirror again and you're looking at yourself putting yourself down you look at you start to pinch you start to look at everything else and you're looking for someone to aid you. You're looking for someone to guide you. But nothing ever happens. The scales never budge. You are losing confidence. You're losing motivation. You're losing determination. You get frustrated. You end up pressing the fuck up button, getting a takeaway, having a few drinks, eating more than you maybe need to. You decide to sit down and have a Netflix marathon and you end up getting about 1,200 steps in your day. You end up picking more food because you don't know how to deal with your emotions. You let things slide over a week or two and then you're back up into your old thing. You repeat that cycle over and over again and you're lost. You don't know what to do. You've tried everything. You've tried clean eating. You've tried low carb. You've tried fasting diets. You've tried keto. You've tried cutting out chocolate. You've tried every, you've tried every single insane thing that you've ever done. But this program is going to be different. This is now eight weeks of coaching where you get weekly check-ins. You have weekly lives with me on a Facebook group. You get your tailored calories. You have gym or home workouts. You are able to do this at any age. The workouts take anywhere between 30 minutes to an hour, depending on how quick you are doing them. It doesn't mean that you have to do endless amounts of prep. The simple thing that we focus on at the very beginning of each week is, have you got a shop in? That's easy. It doesn't mean endless amounts of cardio. It doesn't mean that you're cutting at any food group. It means that you're able to have chocolate and carbs every single day. You're getting rid of food fear. You're getting rid of that all or nothing mindset. And the biggest thing that I would say is that is the feedback that is coming back from the current female fat loss group and the current one-to-one clients. It's losing that food fear. It's losing that fear of undoing anything. It's losing that all or nothing mindset. So it can be done. Once you let go of that fear, life changes. Your mindset changes dropping restriction dropping those food rules that's what this program is for my job with this program is to make sure this is the last program you ever do that you are in a place that i'm going to give you all the secrets and the tips so you're able to go off on your own by at the end of it so what does it involve it involves you clicking on the button into in the show notes to book on your priority place it's eight weeks of coaching for 99 euro the old package was six weeks of coaching for 169. I brought it down for eight weeks coaching, so I've added another two weeks on for 99 euro. That's one euro seventy a day. 
that is half your cup of coffee if you live in Dublin or one of those fancy cities of your cup of coffee a day. It's one euro seventy. It's not a whole lot to get life-changing results, a life-changing mindset that's going to add to your life and the people around you. So if you're ready, click on the link below, book your spot. As soon as that number, as soon as the number gets hit on the amount of people that sign up, that link will shut down and you won't be able to come in. It starts on the 10th of April. So if you have a holiday, if you have something coming up in the summer, like getting married, it's perfect for you. It will get you the results that you can actually keep and maintain. There's recipe books, there's workouts, there's lives, there's Q&As with me, and there's weekly check-ins for accountability. And there's a like-minded group of a Facebook group that you can share things with, and everyone supports everyone. You don't have to share if you don't want, but you can if you want. It's support that a lot of people want. It's getting away from that all or nothing mindset. And that's what this is for. So if you're interested in working with me in the Female Fat Loss Program, starts on the 10th of April, 2023, 99 euro for for eight weeks, which is year, 1 euro 70 a day. I'm keeping, it, I'm keeping it cheap and cheerful so everyone can join. So if you're interested, click on the link below and I'm looking forward to working with you on the 10th of April. So guys, thank you so much for, for coming in to the, the Q&A today. So today's episode is a kind of different kind of Q&A solo episode than I have been doing for a little while. And it's it's cool to see that the changes that are happening in the group. So today's episode is kind of, it's talking about self-awareness and why it's one of the most important things when it comes to long-lasting health, fat loss, life in general and yeah just life in general because too many people unfortunately are trying to avoid things or emotionally avoidant because they've never been actually told or how, or educated or or been advised on how to actually work with emotions rather than working against them and the idea for the episode came through i was watching tommy tiernan's program on sunday and I watched the repeat on, I recorded it on Saturday, so I watched it on Sunday, and he had Richie Sadler on. So anyone who doesn't know who Richie is, Richie is a pundit on RTE, he is an author, and he has had an incredibly difficult journey, and he's now a psychotherapist, so he's gone from being sexually abused as a kid, he has gone on to having his own battles with alcohol and drugs, losing his he was a professional footballer for Millwall and dropped had to drop his career at the age of like 23 or 24. So his identity was kind of lost as well. That's when the drink and drugs came into it. And now he's trained as a psychotherapist and now he's helping an awful lot of people in disadvantaged areas. And then he's also had his most recent struggle with him and his wife having to go through rounds of IVF to have a kid. And thankfully they had gave birth to an amazing kid during the week. But one of the things that struck me from watching that interview was the level of contentment and the work and the self-awareness that Richie had done on himself. And I think Tommy was aware of it as well. And it allowed, I just took a step back and said, right, that's what contentment looks like. That's what being appreciative of everything that's around you, the wins, the small wins, any wins, being aware of the highs, the lows, and knowing how to almost take a step back and have the tools to challenge them. And one of the big things that when people are trying to 
lose weight is they and this is going to sound so familiar is i'm relating it back to what i do on a daily basis which is how people with their improvement relationship with food successful fat loss give them the tools is a lot of people will try to be perfect they'll try to follow a diet plan to the absolute t they'll try to do all the exercise under the sun and then they'll still fail to get results and that's frustrating it gets this circle of gets this circle of resentment towards you it gets resentment towards the process and it's getting you nowhere any closer to the results that you actually look for and actually want to crave and one of the problems that happens is that diets or quick fixes simply don't work when it comes to long-term weight loss or successful weight loss successful weight loss for me the definition would probably be I think the the dietitian the, the dietitians and stuff say over five years. That's what they use as the stat for when they say diets fail. It's ninety five percent people fail after five years. They put on more weight. If you can have, and that's that's a clinical term. And that's there's nothing wrong with that at all. I would say it's probably in around for me for my clients is probably in around two years of staying in and around kind of three four kg if I was to put a number on it. And having the tools of kind of when to ease off, knowing when to to kind of when to manage your stress better, having knowing what to say no to, and having those the, the the common decency to actually take a stock and say what do you actually need in your life. And one of the big things I see with clients that may not necessarily want to push through this is the self awareness side of things, and. It's one of the biggest reasons why I see people struggle with it because they may not have that self-awareness or may not know what self-awareness is. So if we look at what actually self-awareness is, it's the understanding and questioning of your choices, your habits and behaviors that are responsible for your current situation and your outcome. They include your weight, your health, the people in your life, the level of the success of your career or any business that you may have. And it can seem a lot to get your head around. But if you grow this self-awareness level and you upskill on this, it can almost lead to better health quality, better mental health quality, and a better health and mental health are very definitely linked. And probably mental health is driving an awful lot of our actions. Well, then we can feel better in ourselves and the byproduct will probably be a little bit more active. But as a byproduct, we'll probably know what to say no to. Well, probably as a byproduct of know what's important to us and it's important for that it's important to understand that self-awareness is key to understanding ourselves a lot better it's a it's important because without it we have no understanding of the actions the thoughts or the behaviors or our habits that serve us and the habits that hinder us and also the ones that impact negatively on other people and family or members around us. And without this self-awareness, we'll continue to operate on autopilot, engaging in behaviors that slow down your results, whether it be weight gain, whether it be results at work, whether it be relationships. And we need to look at how does it lead into successful fat loss. And our habits often drive the successful results it doesn't matter what you do in nutrition or training 
if your habits and your mindset aren't working in the direction you want to go. And no amount of willpower, no amount of deprivation, no amount of goal setting will help you actually lose weight successfully unless you have concrete habits supporting your long-term habits and weight loss. Unless you are aware of your current habits, how they actually impact what you do on a daily basis, you'll never be able to change them because you can't change what you don't know. And that sentence will hit home. When you don't have self-awareness or you lack that self-awareness, what can happen is these sentences of, and this is going to hit home, have you ever thought of, I eat really well but can't lose weight? Or I train every day and eat less, I'm still gaining weight. Or I'm always injured and I don't understand why. I'm in a calorie deficit but I'm still not losing weight. All those stories that can be wrapped up and don't ever really address what's going on and what's driving things, which is our habits and behaviours. If you've ever said these things, there's a chance that you're doing things to cause these things. Or you're not even aware of it. You're not even aware of the changes that you need to make. So I'm going to give a real life client example. So if that client is listening, I sincerely apologize for using it as an example, but it's it's important. So Laura runs her own business, okay? So Laura is the name of the client. I've changed it completely. Laura is not the name of the client. Laura's gonna to listen to this and she'll be like, Shane, you asshole. So so while establishing her business for like the first few years, uh, Laura worked long hours, ignored her health, not really making time for any exercise, or making any real pattern towards kind of eating healthier and now she's ultimately stepped back and said she's decided to spend time on her health and try to lose the weight that she's potentially gained over the last little while her priorities have changed she's had kids the weight is having a massive impact on her mental health it's causing lower self-esteem lower self-worth and even a lack of confidence potentially to go out with friends don't know what to wear what outfits and stuff like that to wear and they sign up for and Laura signs up for a body sculpt program or a booty program or whatever it may be thinking this is exactly what she needs in order to get back on track in order to instill some habits around diet and exercise okay so I know this is what a lot of people are going to get triggered by things go well for the first couple of weeks for a few first few weeks but it's not long until life happens people still think that life won't happen still people think that i've never met a client in five years of working together that in 12 weeks of generally when i work for the i work with people on average about six months on average in my one-to-one and in that time frame there's no way in hell that they don't have birthdays anniversaries getting sick getting injured not by me having some sort of setback having a weekend away or a holiday in that six months or they're having nights out there's no way in hell that none of that happens or all of it happens there's like it has like most of it happens all the time kids get sick work deadlines all these different things life happens when you accept that you need to look at the levels of self-awareness that you have you need to look at work ramped up for Laura and as someone who's self-employed I can relate to what Laura has said and what has done and she deals with difficult customers um, 
who I know this has happened at the very first year of my business. It was you had clients who maybe weren't the fit for you. You were trying to help everyone because you're told at the beginning of when you're a PT of you need to try and help everyone to try and figure out who you actually want to work with. And sometimes you get a little bit of nightmare clients. And this almost increases your stress levels. And because Laura identifies as a people pleaser who doesn't want to upset her customers, she continues to waste time with them. And what happens is this means that Laura can't get all of her work done during business hours. So has to work later each night, 10, 11, 12 a night. And as a result, she has no time to prepare decent meals, any meal prep, let her do it, let alone do a food shop or and then starts to rely on takeaways, a little bit more processed food and even alcohol comes into it to try and say, well, I deserve this. I've had a tough day kind of comes into it. Laura's energy starts to decline as she's getting less sleep. And then when she gets to training, she's not 100 percent focused and is on her phone, on her emails, on social media as a form of escapism rather than being present with what she's trying to do for 30, 40 minutes a day or three times a week. And then she starts skipping more and more sessions because she just can't get out of bed in the mornings because she's so knackered. Because she's stressed at work, she falls back into the habit of having a couple of wines, drinking that little bit more to relieve that pressure. This interferes with the sleep even more because alcohol interferes with sleep, meaning the sleep quality goes down, which means that the recovery from training goes down. And if the recovery from training goes down, we're more more likely to get injured and this is exactly what happened. Laura pulled her back um, from, from lifting something at home and leaving her in great pain. And when I was able to, unable to walk properly. And then Rob, or then kind of, Laura got angry, upset, saying that if she never signed up for that program, that this whole thing wouldn't have happened. That start blaming other people for leaving things out, the box out or whatever it may have been, believing that it was their fault. And she's also frustrated and takes her anger out and says it was a problem with the program. I wanted more core work. My back was sore beforehand. Why wasn't taken into account? And this is all from a previous program that uh, Laura worked with. And gets frustrated and then quits the program. Okay, so that sounds familiar. But the first thing you need to know about Laura signing up to that certain program was she believes she only has to develop some healthy habits in inverted commas with diet and exercise. In reality, Laura is unaware that all the other habits that have caused her to be in this situation in the first place and unaware of how they actually impact the rest of her life. Because if we look at it and we dissect and we do a little bit of a case study on Laura, the main source of Laura's problems is lack of confidence. And the second one is people pleasing habits. And these are born from a keystone of a habit of low self-worth, which can be worked through through counseling. But most people won't go to counseling because they think they need to be bad enough, which is literally like going to a dentist when your teeth fall out. It's because of that she ends up discounting the products and services that she 
works through on work and she discounts those prices believing that if they're cheaper i'm going to get more clients i'm going to hit more revenue but the level of the client that she's getting and attracting are not the clients that she wants or enjoys working with she tries to be everything to everyone but ends up being nothing to herself and this means that she's working longer hours to make enough money it also means that she's attracting the wrong type of customer one that doesn't see value in what she's trying to offer who isn't willing to pay proper money for what she does but this people pleasing habit causes her to put up with them just to say yes to everything meaning there is actual friction and stress in her day when she wakes up first thing in the morning dealing with comments on emails or instagram or dms through her business and the standard slip because she's trying to do everything for these clients who ultimately are expecting the world for budget prices and she is giving everything to them without actually saying hang on this isn't what my service is and the longer hours she has to put in means that she doesn't have time to prepare those healthier meals do the weekly food prep looking after the kids get slips as well so she has to rely on the partner a lot more and this leads to falling back into this habit of eating more processed food or it ends up going back into eating poorly which helps or doesn't help to recover from workouts when they're training or help to get your sleep which helps your energy and this constant cycle of feeling tired all the time this cycle ends up turning into leaning on a little bit more alcohol to ease the stress and that ultimately will then make things worse because alcohol is a depressant as it also when someone generally has alcohol they their appetite can increase so they end up having a lot more snacks around it as well so those calories can add up quite quickly and this combined with those poorer food choices means that it will be more difficult to lose weight simply because those really quick fixes that she's going for and those additional calories are what's almost driving the the habits and that can really be more difficult to get into shape or whatever it may be but this also has an effect on our marriage unfortunately and the family life the kids want to play with her the kids want to see her but nothing ever happens and due to the the kind of like the constant fatigue that uh, laura is facing the 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 less consistent with the training and in order to make up for that goes for more workouts so rather than aiming for the three that was recommended or has been recommended they ended up trying to do six and then they end up getting more injured and however this combined lack of focus with low energy caused by lack of sleep and poor nutrition because nothing's ever prepped no meals are prepped leads them to sustain another injury on that program one morning and then instead of actually taking responsibility for their actions and laura's actions herself not eating to fully recover not eating to fuel her body failing to get enough sleep not training consistently not turning up to training feeling unfocused tired weary laura ends up pointing the finger at that certain trainer for saying it's their fault they got injured and their fault that they haven't lost any weight so laura quits goes back to the old way of life and it's important to look at that a lot of the stuff that laura is going through comes from a people pleasing and lack of confidence as the keystone and this ends up being a string of effects that end up in a domino effect and this culminates in injury this culminates in mental health going down and that really does 
look at it and the, the, the injury that has potentially been caused on that certain program for Laura is that the injury was more caused by it was more so the mindset that was at play it was the people pleasing tendency and it's you have to look at it from the disparity point of view of not being aware of her habits not being aware of her choices not being aware of her behaviors kind of meant that she was able to change really anything consistently going forward in order to get out of this situation and without that awareness that i've spoken about she's she's destined to kind of stay in that same cycle the same habits and ultimately get the same results and if we see the same results we end up getting driven by past results and our past results are are shite and they're the ones that we base off our efforts on going forward because we're fear of failing but if you're not fully committing you're failing already see the vicious cycle it's a little bit ironic it's like quick fixes that people keep going for they actually make your journey longer rather than people don't want to address their habits because it takes too long that's not going to end up very well at all and then Laura gets pissed off and wonders why she can't lose weight she gets pissed off why she continues to get injured blames other people for, and then the customers the long hours or whatever else has been going on leaves Laura feeling powerless and when I spoke to Laura initially on that phone call that was what the case study was that's the, the kind of the profile that was created on her application form for one-to-one coaching and we spoke about it it wasn't all done on the initial phone call like no what I was spoken about this phone call was seeing what she wanted and looking back at what she had done and what she did manage to do and what was the issue and we took us maybe four to six weeks to figure out how to manage this and looking at routine for her. and the choices that Laura had taken had led her to being consistent with the kind of the healthy eating um, which meant that she was never going to get results and as ironic and as, as brutal as this can sound is consistently does trump intensity every time too many people think that they need to do a certain amount of hours in the gym or a certain amount of calories in the gym rather than focusing on their nutrition their life habits the more consistent someone's with their actions the better results you will be and you will get but in order to be consistent you need to build that habits that lead to that consistency and in order to build those habits you need to be aware of what you're actually currently doing and how that impacts in your life so if you are completely stressed at work and you keep dropping you every time life ramps up and if you're not aware of that well then nothing's going to change why are you dropping you every time because it's easier because work is easy if i don't work properly i don't get paid there's that but have you ever felt that you could actually give out some of the work to someone else let go of that control because you're not in control at the minute people are always striving for control caring what other people think oh if i give this work out it's not gonna be done properly or i they'll think i'm weak or my boss will think i'm weak because i missed a week last week or whatever it may be but you're going to burn out if you don't have that self-awareness well then you won't realize what you need to change and you'll never ever get the results you're looking for from a mindset point of view it's coming from making assumptions from decisions it's coming from our emotions instead of relying on the actual facts it's making kind of fact-based decisions only to come as a result of recording data consistently which requires accountability to whoever that may be 
when you actually keep a log of what you're doing on a consistent basis. So when I'm talking to clients, I'll always say, right, what's your goal? We try and figure out what their goal is. Why well, I want to lose weight. Why do I want to lose weight? Because I want to be, get my cholesterol down. Why do you want to get cholesterol down? Because I want to be healthy. Why do you want to be healthy? Because I want to be here for my kids. Why do you want to be here for your kids? So they have memories of me. It generally comes back to your kids. So now you have your why. Okay, so what's your goal? I want to lose three kg to 6.6 pounds. Okay, so what do we need to do to lose 6.6 pounds? Generally, the answer is I want to do six workouts a week. I'm going to go for 27 walks a week. I'm going to cut out chocolate, cut out carbs. I'm going to, I'm going to not say I'm not going to, I'm going to just keep doing what I'm doing. I'm like, okay, is that working for you? No. So we need to change it. We need to look at what you need to do to get it. So I'll always say, well, two or three workouts a week could ease the pressure on you. The workouts could be 20, 30 minutes from home. If, if you're working from home, you could potentially try and get protein in with most of your meals. And can we get regular meals in? Those three kind of like foundations are the three things that can really, really help people. People can jump too quickly from potentially going from regular meals to calorie counting or vice versa. It's having a plan A when everything's going well and having a plan B when life ramps up. That's why I always say to clients, I'll have this good enough versus perfect exercise, which is getting a piece of paper, dividing into two. On the left-hand side, what does a perfect week look like when you're training and nutrition? What does a good enough week look like? Compare the two. I guarantee they're completely polar opposite. If you aim for that good enough a hell of a lot more and book that into your week, you'll be a hell of a lot better. And it's having that awareness of what you need to do and having that ability to say no because you can't say no. We always, when people start blaming emotion, emotion is normally blamed off, it's normally based off emotions. If our mood is down, we stop doing what we, what we're, what we think will help us. And they're often not the best decisions. We could end up drinking, we could end up taking other stuff we could go for those quick fixes with foods or we could just press the fuck up button because we don't know how to deal with our emotions but common habits that you need to be aware of are each of us has hundreds and hundreds of habits some of them could be locking the front door some of us could be clicking a pen some of us could be flossing there are a lot of habits that we have on a daily basis that you may not even think about that you do on a daily basis but when it comes to kind of losing weight being healthier, eating more nutritionally better, it could be the difference between you getting results and not getting results. And when people hear the word habit, they hear this buzzword, and they can almost be kind of forgiven for thinking that a habit is only an action or a behavior. Example would be binging on the couch while watching TV. However, habits also are thoughts and beliefs on what we actually make them. And these can be actually really, really powerful for our lives and inclinations in our lives and some of the thoughts and beliefs are lack of awareness lack of self-esteem self-worth they could be believing you need to be perfect uh, all or nothing people pleasing lack of self-confidence afraid to make mistakes or fail and uh, not trusting yourself uh, feeling they need to control everything um, avoiding situations avoiding people unable to make a decision procrastination overthinking everything not seeing value in the small wins or focusing on non-scale victories. I'm naming the quick ones that come off my head and they've probably triggered a lot of you. They're kind of like, this is me to a T. But you need to look at it from another point of view of behaviors and actions from a different point of view are putting other people's needs before your own, comparing yourself to other people, people pleasing, avoiding your feelings, numbing your emotions, reacting emotionally, 
spending excess amount of time on social media, watching Love Island, um, which thank Christ it's over, focusing on end results instead of your 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 journey and what you need to do. And I I guess if you actually sat down and listened to this again, how many you could actually relate to? I would be surprised if it's not a lot of them. It's important to understand that the behaviors and actions often stem from your thoughts and beliefs. So if you change your thoughts and beliefs around things to ones that will actually support your long-term weight loss, your behaviors will also begin to align with what you say you want to do. But when life ramps up, you don't just quit work. You don't slash your tires in your car. You don't just drop kick your child. Please don't drop kick your child. But you know what I'm saying? They're the things that people, they're the things that everything else is given to everyone else first but nothing is changing for what you do for you and those things are what drive your actions those things are what drive the changes for you is making it more about what you need because you there's no way in hell people can start to look after other people if they're not looking after themselves put your own safety belt on first it's the exact same thing they say on the plane so how can we improve your self-awareness you need to become like an almost an active observer of what you do. You need to be more conscious of what you're trying to do. You need to be more present in the moment is the first one. Pay attention to what you are doing. Take a step back and take a big deep breath in saying, what do I need? Focus on what you're feeling, focusing on what your thoughts are and how you react to those situations. Okay, I'm feeling tired. Okay, so what would I normally do? I'd normally just go to the cupboards and eat my feelings. Okay, well, why not potentially maybe go for a walk, maybe go for it to bed, maybe try to have a, a, a dinner or a meal and see if that helps and see how you feel then. Pause 30 minutes, 20 minutes, 15 minutes. Just pause and say, right, what do I need to do here? Is this action going to lead me to the direction I want to go? Will it happen every time? No. Write down the information that you're feeling. That's it. We need to interrupt the pattern. So a writing tool could help you. A mood and food journal, which I work on with the one-to-one clients. This sort of involve you seeing a pattern of behavior. And the mood and food journal changes people's lives when they commit to it. When the, with the clients that I use it with. Because that pause says, well, I'm tired. And I, we look back potentially over a few days, a few weeks. And like, we notice that when you get stressed, that's when you get dropped. So how can we curtail this? So one of my clients recently, as early as this morning, was like, I'm going to finish work early. I don't care what's on my desk. I'm locking my office door so no one can kind of come in and I'm just going to finish work early because I want to be able to put my kid to bed. And then by the kid going to bed, they can go for a walk. By them going for a walk, they're in a better mood, they can sleep better. And when they come back from the walk, they have dinner with their partner. So they're able to talk to them, talk to them through the day, get their emotional needs met. Now, those things may sound trivial and those things may not, you may not think that they lead to successful fat loss or weight loss, but they do because you have support. People keep looking for other people for support, which is huge. We have, we want support. But what about supporting yourself? What about supporting what you need? What about supporting your own behaviors? Aim to actually listen to what you need. Figure out where the actual emotion is. Is it in your stomach, your chest, your toes? Where is that stomach? Where is that feeling, should I say? Commit to figuring out what's actually going on. Maybe work with someone on that, a counselor, CBT, 
why is this happening to me? Why am I feeling this way? Why do I have lack of energy today? Did I sleep right? Have I got enough water? Have I eaten enough today? Did I train too hard last night? Am I trying to burn myself out here? Do I need to say no to more things at work? Ask for help. Ask for feedback. Ask your partner beside you or a family friend or something say, am I working too hard? It can be difficult to get perspective. We also need to be here, be willing to hear the truth. Because sometimes you won't be willing to hear the truth. And if you're not willing to hear the truth, you're not going to change. It could take me a million times to say one thing for a client to be like, hang on. And I've been saying this to me for ages, but now it actually makes sense. I'll ram home the same thing most of the time to clients. I'll reword it a billion times. But sometimes it can take that one millionth and first time for something to land. When it comes to weight loss and fat loss and life in general, gaining that self-awareness is, is essential. Without that, you're powerless to actually change those habits that have led you to potentially having struggles with overweight. I'm not saying it's the only reason there are mental health issues, societal pressures, societal economic backgrounds. There's loads of different things. Depression, loads of different things, direct um, being overweight and obesity. It's a multifactorial thing, which a lot of people do not understand, unfortunately. We live in a fat phobic society and it's hard to watch. But with it, the power is ultimate in your hands. You can finally switch from going from autopilot to a place where you're actually able to make decisions that support you, your family, your weight loss journey. Transforming your mind will ultimately lead to transform your body. And by you transforming your body, you'll stop doing self-sabotaging shit and you'll be aware of them. You'll know what's not working, what is working. And to be able to recognize that you need to have some sort of log or a diary or a journal or a pausing technique to recognize when those patterns are happening. Is it after your boss is a dick? Is it after you've worked too hard at work? Is it when clients say something to you at work? But without that self-awareness, getting results is near on is near on impossible. And even if even if even if you're not aware, and someone tells you you're sabotaging habits, you're not going to trust the direction they're going to tell you or advise you. You'll act from an all from a know-it-all mindset. You'll end up doing what you think works and something will land and some of it will not. One ear in, one ear out the other. And you'll never get the results you're looking for because you're not willing to listen. You're not willing to change. You're attached to your behaviors. You're attached to your habits. You're almost attached to that belief system. That pain. That pain of, say, if someone's saying that they're, they've tried everything and they've... So what can happen on check-in sheets or not check-in sheets welcome sheets uh, for calls and stuff can happen is I've tried everything but I've never fully committed I'm kind of like okay well that's the sentence I'm circling straight away why have you never fully committed and we're kind of like well I failed everything I was like no if you tried everything you wouldn't you wouldn't be in this spiral so what's what's directing your actions oh when I get tired or I get angry at work, I drop what I'm doing. Okay, so how do we work on this? If we work on this, this will lead you 
closer to where you're going. But that person needs to accept that they may have people-pleasing tendencies. They're not a people-pleaser because no one's a people-pleaser. They have people-pleasing tendencies. And the ironic thing about people-pleasing tendencies is often more about what, what it does for you than for the other person. By knowing what you're aware of, you can make smarter decisions instead of making assumptions. And we know what happens when you assume you make an ass out of you and me from your emotional point of view. Your emotional needs are not being met. Your body feels unsafe. Your brain feels unsafe. If your brain feels unsafe, it's directing your actions. So really pause, check in on yourself and say, what do I need right now? What will what will help me right now? And maybe it is ordering something. Maybe it is food. Maybe it is alcohol, whatever it is. But look at all the other patterns when you've repeated that same pattern. Has it ever brought you closer to your goal? So I know this is very mindset orientated. and I know it may not be what everyone's looking for. But if you're looking to make that change, you need to become more self-aware. Going to talk to someone questioning that belief system where did i learn this what story is am i attached to here is it fear directing things is it self-sabotage well self-sabotage is linked to your self-worth and how you see yourself and if you're trying to change yourself out of hate never ends well never ever ends well you can you can accept yourself and still change but changing yourself out of hate never works so i'm hoping this has resonated with some of you I'm hoping this episode has resonated with you and the, the Q&A has resonated with you. If you've enjoyed it, share it up on your stories. If you've enjoyed it, tag me. If you need anything, just pop me a DM and a response to that. So I'm hoping that you have enjoyed it. Thank you so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, please do tag me up on your stories. Leave a review up on iTunes and Spotify. The more you do that, the bigger, the, the, bigger, the better the guests I can keep going. And I'm looking at the guest list for the rest of March all the way into april and they're awesome so hopefully you enjoy it if you're interested in working with me and working in the film of fatless program in april click on the link below and we will book you your space that link will expire when it hits a certain number so please do not waste any time if that's what you're looking for if you've got a holiday want to improve your relationship food get long lasting results click on the link in the show notes